Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the rise of the lonely single man. Are women becoming more selective in choosing a husband? Is the unattractive man less appealing than in previous generations? Is there a social skills and communication gap between the genders? How can men make themselves more attractive to women? And lastly, do men have to become emotionally available in order to have success on a modern day dating market? So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve deep into this issue. As we just said in the intro, we're going to be talking about the rise of the lonely single male. And I had come across, obviously, I know I'm always scouring the internet in different locations and find, trying to find statistics and stats on a variety of different things. And one of the things that I found that I thought, I thought was pretty interesting was that I started to look at some, st- some statistics on dating apps because I covered the dating apps just simply because that's in modern day dating. That's how a majority of people are meeting. Well, I guess the term hooking up sort of started or came about is from dating apps. So I started to look at some of the numbers and a couple of the dating apps that are available are basically saying that a majority of the people that are on there are men. So the number was as high as 60% in some situations. So I thought that was a pretty high number for there to be that level of, you know, more, more men basically than there are women on the app. You combine that with the fact that women are being more selective in who they're picking because women on dating apps, generally speaking, women are choosing anywhere between they're swiping, right. As they say, anywhere between 10, say to 20% of the time where men can, can swipe right almost up to 40% of the time. So you're starting to see that there's, you know, more men are not as picky as far as the looks are concerned as say the women are. So the women are generally selecting sort of the best looking guys on these sites and the men are not quite as picky. But part of the reason why that's happening is because women are becoming a little bit more selective in their choices. Now there are a variety of reasons why that is happening. Obviously women are looking for certain qualities and characteristics for someone who they will want to settle down and be in a long-term relationship with. From what the women were saying, they were looking for an educated man who had a level of intelligence, preferably in some situations, creative intelligence, self-confident, and took care of themselves, basically. When they say that, I'm pretty sure that they're leaning towards working out and keeping themselves in shape. So those are some of the things that women say that they're actually looking for. And if men aren't meeting that criteria of what women are looking for, they're going to just simply hold out or wait until they essentially are finding what, what it is that they want. Now, there is a downside to that strategy, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But if men are not meeting those particular variables that women, are ha- that women have, that's why you're seeing such a low number of people getting married. The marriage rate is actually dropping as we speak. <laughs> it just keeps going down lower and lower. So another thing that women are looking for is men who to become more emotionally available, which we will talk about a little bit later, but there's a couple other things I did want to go over. And as we'll, I, as I go through my, my notes here, as I collected, we're going to go over a few other things here. 
and we're going to talk about these things. Um, as women are becoming more selective on who they want to be in a relationship with, and like I said, procreate with, their numbers of, of the people who they're going to be picking from are going to be smaller. So what's happening is, and I had said this on previous episodes, you have a very large percentage of women who are chasing out the very small percentage of men. So it's almost becoming a competition to an extent. And they're having a hard time landing this guy because he probably has multiple choices to pick from because women are basically steering clear from some of the other men. Now, listen to this number here. This is another stat that surprised me a little bit. Men under the age of 30, men under the age of 30, approximately 30% of them do not have a girlfriend at all. So that's almost one-third of the male population. So when you start to think about that, that means that one-third aren't even in the dating market period and not having any success whatsoever. And there's a variety of different reasons about that, and which we're going to get into how things have changed. Specifically, I would say things have changed over the past decade and a half on how we're meeting, hooking up, dating, getting in relationships. Before, you would have to, you know, you would have to physically communicate with somebody. So if you were the guy down the street and there was a pretty girl that lived up the street, you would see that person almost on a daily basis. It's very easy to have contact with them as you go in and out of the house and you see each other. Now we're doing a lot of things with our phone, basically. So the dating apps are on the phone. A lot of stuff is mobile. So because of that, we don't have to have a lot of physical contact with each other. We don't have to have that. So women are going to be a little bit more selective because now they have, they're, they're appealing to a wider audience. So an example what I'll make with this is that let's just say, for instance, that before in the past, if a woman went out of the house and she was an attractive woman and she walked past, say, a construction site, she would get the guys at the construction site, they'll whistle at her, they'll do different things like that to let her know that she's attractive. Well, now, because of the phone, she can still get that level of validation without actually ever leaving the house. She can literally just put a picture up or a little small 10, 20 second video of herself. Maybe she's dressed provocatively or whatever the case may be. And she will get a lot of people. A lot of people will give her attention right over the, the phone there on a messenger. So someone might DM her and her Instagram or whatever account she's using and she'll be able to meet up with this person. And these are people 15, 20 years ago, she would have never had any contact with. So the guy down the street, his chances of actually having an opportunity with her go smaller and smaller just because now she can reach a wider variety of men. Now, is the unattractive man less appealing than in previous generations. Now, when I'm using the word unattractive, I'm not talking about just their looks. You know, some men we say unattractive, they might be uh, socially a little awkward. They may not have the quote-unquote game on how to talk to the women and different things like that. They may not have been in the greatest shape. They may not be a certain height. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are looking unattractive, meaning like they're, they're not a good-looking man. It just means that 
a lot of the things that women might be looking for, they just don't have. So, you know, like we, we talk about six pack, six figures and uh, six feet tall type thing is a lot of these guys don't fit into that category. Now in the past, what has happened was those particular guys say, if we were to go back a generation or two, and I, I'm going to go back to the point where I'm going to say, let's go back to 2000, 2000 and back into the nineties, eighties, men could still get into a relationship or a marriage with a woman relatively easier than they can today. And you might say, well, why does that happen? How's that possible? Well, again, back then women were looking, you know, women before had to look towards a man for what we call security, financial security, physical security, variety of different things. It made sense for there to be a man in their life. Now this would be the quote unquote, the quote unquote average guy, because women, you know, at certain points weren't, weren't earning as much money as they do today. They weren't enrolled in college as much as they are today. And the man itself was, you know, the primary, for the most part, the primary, uh, the, the, the higher bread earner, bread winner in the home. So she got a level of security, even from the average guy. Now, as women are enrolled in college more, they're starting to make more make more money. Their salaries are on par with men in a lot of situations. Now, they're not the man that this, this quote unquote unattractive man is not quite as appealing as he might have been, say, 20 or 30 years ago, because they can get, you know, the same stuff that he could provide. They can sort of provide for themselves. So then the next question becomes, what are women basically looking for out of the husband? And they're going to probably want to get the best of what they can get. So the looks department, they're probably thinking about procreation. They're going to be looking at all these different things that could help them and their, and their mind help them, you know, have a better situation. So salary obviously is going to play a part because we talked about it before that generally speaking, if a woman is making a certain salary, she wants the man or the husband to be at least on par with where she's at. And preferably he needs to be making even more. So that's another thing that you'll start to see that's going on. So some of these men who are the quote unquote average guy who's making maybe roughly $50,000 and he doesn't meet a lot of the physical characteristics that she's looking for and the communication and the social skills that she's looking for. He just passed over, not in a deliberate or mean or nasty way. It's just, she's not even looking at this guy anymore where before there was a possibility that they could have some type of a relationship. So, because working women have financial security, you know, like they do now versus what they had in the past. They're not looking towards those average guys to give them that level of security that they used to get before. That they didn't get before. So that is what some of the, the issue is pertaining to that. This, these guys are going to have a harder time in the modern day dating market, securing a marriage or relationship, especially even in some of them will be in their physical prime and still have a hard time just because they may not make enough money. They may not uh, be in that great of shape. They may have some other things going on, but they're going to still have a kind of a harder time. Now they, they may get married a little bit later, but it just depends. And we did talk about this pertaining to the prime years of the female and the male. And we went over all the different variables pertaining to that. 
But pertaining to this long, the rise of the lonely male and that 30% number I was talking about, this is what's going on currently right now. So what are some of the things we're going to talk about here coming up on some, some things that men can do to improve themselves? You know, how they can, you know, kind of be more attractive to, to, the, to the woman, which we're going to get into uh, here in a second. But here are some of the statistics I do have. It says women between the ages of 25 and 45 prefer a man who's emotionally available and who's a good communicator and shares their values. So because they want a good communicator and they want to share their values, we're going to get into social skills and communication skills. Now, I think what's hurt men a little bit in this area pertaining to social skills and communication is, again, I'm not blaming you on a smartphone, but because of the, the technology, we don't have to communicate face to face. So when we're communicating, we're communicating in a sense where I can send you a text message. I can send you an email. I can even send you a short video clip or something. But the the face to face contact is now pretty much gone. We don't even as a matter of fact, we don't even really talk on the phone that much we don't even really talk on the phone that much we just literally send text messages which it makes it even more of a stranger thing there for now because now we don't even have to verbally communicate like we used to say in the past and so women are looking for men who have good social skills and communication skills now one statistic that i will quote pertaining to men and women and i always thought the statistic was funny i did this years ago when i was doing a, a I was teaching a class and, uh, on relationships, and I was going through all this information. And one thing it says is that women generally on the course of a day speak roughly about 25,000 words in a day. Men speak about 12,500. So women are talking twice as much as men are. So in order to sort of get with a, a, a woman or or be more attractive to her and be able to sort of convince her to that you might be the one you're going to have to develop a level of communication. Now, when I said earlier that women are looking for different intelligence, I used education and creative intelligence, but I think one of the bigger ones is actually emotional intelligence, what they call EI. And this is very big. They're teaching courses on this and some of the workplaces and different things like that. There's several different areas pertaining to it that it's basically made up of. And it's just basically the human ability to recognize and understand and exploit and manage one's emotions in a positive way. That's what emotional intelligence are. Women are looking for guys who display these characteristics. Now, there are five different areas that they look for. One is empathy, obviously good communication and social skills, self-awareness, self-regulation and self-motivation. Those five things, which is make it make, which makes up emotional intelligence are basically what some of the things that women are looking for. Now, when we're talking about uh, empathy, as we, we're talking about empathy, women want you to sense and feel their pain a little bit. Sense their pain. They want you to listen without interrupting. Sometimes women are just saying certain things. They just, as you hear the term venting, they just want you to listen. They want you to be an active listener and understand what it is that they're going through. And if you can do that and show appreciation to the person and work on your body language, they're going to respect you more and they're going to want to, that's going to be more attractive to them. 
So we are often taught how to communicate by talking and different things like that, but we don't realize how important our body language is, and we also don't realize how important it is for us to listen. So listening in the communication aspect is very, very important, and we have to do a better job as men when women are going through certain issues and things to that effect. I did talk about uh, communication and social skills. Emotional and social skills are significantly more important than intellectual quoting in a success setting, meaning that if you display good emotional and social skills and your ability to communicate with others and, you know, get together with people and, you know, have a good, strong conversation about a variety of different topics, be well versed on different things, that actually carries more weight than your actual intellect. That carries more weight than your actual intellect on whether or not you will be successful. Again, those, these are certain things that women are looking for. Now, it's very, very important as far as the communication goes. We said verbal, uh, non, um, nonverbal communication when we talk about body language. You have to have a strong eye contact, not glaring eye contact, but constantly looking at that particular person and just be a good active listener. Self-awareness. Self-awareness is very important. Be mindful of your strengths and weaknesses. We talk about it on this podcast all the time about how important it is, the importance of being self-aware. And we, I've even used the term saying, and I've heard it said before, is that it is the new sexy. The more self-aware, the more you know who you are, the more attractive you are, you will become. You will develop a level of self-confidence. All these different things will go up. We said studies have shown that 55% of speeches effects come from body language and 38% is your, actually your voice or your vocal tone. So that's majority of it right there. So if you can capture those two things pertaining to when you're out and about communicating with people, that's, that's a good, that's majority of it right there. Recognize your personal strengths, know what your weaknesses are. They will make you feel in a certain way. All that things will be good. Develop good, positive self-talk and learn from your experiences. That's the self-awareness. Self-regulation is just basically turning a negative thought into a positive one. You can control your emotions when something bad happens. Basically, you remain cool and calm under pressure. And the last thing is self-motivation. Self-motivation is very, very simple. All you got to basically do is be passionate and dedicated about something that you want to do or accomplish set small, reasonable goals, and achieve them. And women see you doing these things, obviously that's going to make you a little bit more attractive. So the, if women are looking for these things that I've just mentioned to you, and the guys, you're not displaying them, you're going to have a very, very hard time in the dating market. Women are looking for an emotional connection because they look at that as a, a, a bond to a healthy long-term relationship. So women are going to be looking for that emotional connection. And that's why I said it's very important for you to focus on emotional intelligence. If there's any classes or anything being taught or you can watch some videos on it, I, th I would recommend that highly. Now, the next area I do want to get into is what can men do to make themselves more attractive? What can men do to make themselves more attractive? Obviously, we just spent a bunch of time talking about communication skills which is very, very important. We talked about the ability to listen and the emotional intelligence. But what women are basically saying is that they're looking for, they, they have it listed right here. They're looking for 
when men are more attractive to them, they go to the gym. They have a hobby. They'd be willing to start up a business. They dress well. And they are women tend to be more attractive to people who display these characteristics. Now, I've, I've known as a guy who works around in a, a hoodie and a pair of jeans for the most part during the course of a day. But now when I go to an event or goes out somewhere, out somewhere, I will dress up. And I do have dress up clothes. And I do, you know, try and make myself look as nice as I can when I'm going out somewhere. But generally for the most part of my day, I'm not. I'm just more of the, you know, just casual walking around type of a guy. But when you're trying to get married and you're looking to find a spouse, you're going to have to work on the type of clothes and the outfits that you get. Having a good hobby, like they says, is also important to women. They look at that and they review that in high regard because that lets them know you, you have some drive or something that you're focused and passionate about. And that's very important to them. They like to see that. So those are, those are some key characteristics that they're looking for. So for the men, basically, get off the couch. Get your body moving a little bit. Uh, get yourself more, uh, and, and, and I, I won't say the word better shape, but just look, look good. Look like your exterior. If you have a strong interior, if you can get your exterior somewhere on par to your interior, women will get to see the interior part, but they'll, you'll never get to see that because you don't look like anything that they're going to be, that they, they would be attracted to. So it's going to be very, very important for you to work on your actual self image, how you look, because that's what women are looking at. That, that self image does play a role in you becoming a more, little bit more attractive to a woman. So the big thing is keeping yourself in shape, maybe getting yourself a little bit more educated, a little bit more well-versed in what they want. Work on your social and communication skills. Social skills, there are some men who are just socially awkward. They really struggle in that field trying to talk to women and be more uh, verbal and have that skill set. It's not easy for some people to do that. Some people are born with, they have what they call the quote unquote gift of gab and it's a little bit easier for them. But women, women are tend to attract it to people who can carry on those type of conversations and can kind of guess what they want without them even saying it. And that's very, very important to them. So you have to learn some verbal cues. You have to learn some body language cues. And if you pick up on some of those things, obviously you will have a higher success rate on the modern day dating market. But you have to be, you can't just shut yourself off and say, oh, I'm not going to do that because I don't feel that I need to or this, that, and the other. Why do I have to do all this stuff just to get a date? Well, if you have that thought process, you'll be, you'll be in that 30% that aren't getting any dates at all. So that's you're going to be your call. But you, it will make sense or it will behoove you to at least work on some of these things so that you can, you know, have the opportunity to be successful on the dating market. The last area I just want to talk about is men need to literally be more emotionally available to women because women are saying nowadays that if a man is not emotionally available to them, it's a no-go. It's a non-starter. So they don't want, especially in a long-term relationship, for a man to be unemotionally available to them. Now, you will see women date these types of guys all the time, but they're holding out hope that one day, that this guy will come around and sort of give them what they're looking for emotionally. It's never really going to happen. I mean, they have maybe have a 1% or 2% chance of that happening. But you'll see that happen where women will date 
some of these types of guys and expect for something good to happen. And the reason why that happens is she's more emotionally invested in him than he is in her. So that's where they, they'll, they'll play that game for a while. But as they get older, they start to realize that you can't, they, they don't have magic powers to where they can convince somebody to behave in a certain way. And once they come to that realization that some men are never going to be emotionally available to them, and usually the man is never really emotionally available to him is because he's just not all that into you the way that she is to him. So then they will start to look for men who are emotionally available. Usually they've been through a couple of bad relationships where it didn't work out the way they wanted to, and they were dealing with men who were emotionally unavailable. But for nowadays, and, and when I'm talking about these numbers, I'm, it's really tricky because I'm basically saying women who are getting into their late 20s, early 30s, as they're getting older, their standards are going up versus what they would date, say, in their early 20s. You know, the struggling musician type guy, they might spend some time with him and then realize that that didn't go anywhere. But as they get older, they're like, I can't do that anymore. So they, their standards and their, their level goes up. It goes higher. Now, the downside is sometimes their standards get so high, they just literally price themselves right out of the dating market themselves. And these are women who you'll see be much older, who have zero chance or have very little chance to land the type of guy that they want. When they had opportunities to get that particular person, they turned them down. So men, the best thing to do is become emotionally available to them. Ask them basic questions. You know, maybe what's your love language? What are some of the things you like to do? What interests you the most? Those type of things. Be emotionally available in them. Don't be a type of guy that's always calling and texting them all day. Just once in a while, just ask them, pick up, just say, I was just thinking about you or something along those lines. And that's sometimes all you need to do. You don't have to overdo it, but just be emotionally available. Just say, if you need something, just give me a call. Things to that effect. And that will, you know, get her to, to start paying attention to you a little bit more. Now, these aren't, I'm not telling you this stuff to learn how to talk to a girl or pick up a girl or anything like that. I'm just saying these is what the women are basically saying, what it is that they want. So if you can, you know, display these characteristics and you can get with this type of a person, you can display this stuff, you, you'll have a little bit more success on a dating market. And your salary won't be as big of a deal if you're meeting her other needs that she wants, her, her other wants or needs, however you want to say it. You will, you, will, you will be in a much better situation. So you don't have to worry about being the guy that makes all the money type thing because at some point she's going to come to the realization she's not going to get that because there's just too many. There's a few of them and there's a lot of the women who are looking for that particular person. So as, as the time goes by, they'll come to that rationalization and they will understand it and realize that if they want to get married, they may have to lower the standard just a little bit to the point where they can have more candidates. So we're about to wrap up. As you can see, this is we're recording here and I'm just trying to put together this particular episode. I had had a couple people ask me about talking about this same particular topic, this lonely man topic. So I decided I'd give it a shot. I had the research done on it, so I'd give it a shot. And we're just going to, you know, let the, you know, you, you can tell me whether or not it was good, bad or indifferent. Like I told before, we do have the website up. We are starting to do video here coming up. And, and you can get on an email list if you want to know what the next episode is going to be about pertaining to this particular podcast. You get, you get the information in advance. 
leave a voice recording on a website. We also have a new Instagram page. It is just the 313 Men Money Marriage. All one big giant word kind of thing together. I ran out of spaces, so I couldn't use a lot of spaces. So just type in the 313 Men Money Marriage and you'll see some pictures. We're going to be adding a little bit of video to that here in a second, you know, in, in a few weeks. And you'll be able to get on the page and take, view it and see, you know, what some of the things that we'll be doing. With all of that being said, we're about to wrap up and I just want everyone to continue listening. I want to say thank you to all the listeners, the new listeners who've come on. We've got a lot more subscribers. When I say a lot, I don't mean a whole lot, but we get, get some more subscribers over the, over the holidays, which has been good. And I've noticed it on some of the listens that we've been getting. So I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I am going to bid you a good night until we meet again. Bye bye.